Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is December 13th. Just 12 more days until Christmas, and we're getting fucking grinched over here. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? I we got some clues. Penthouse to the outhouse. Well, I mean, whether we one and three in our last four, I mean, not so great. Uh, but, hey, what uh, happened? <laughs> I love that. Come, I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, we haven't used that one in a long time. Uh, uh, you know, they're in a bump in the road. They're bumping the road. I don't know if it's going to get bumpy. It's going to be a long bumpy night as uh, uh betty davis once said i don't know a lot of guys are uh, a lot of people early votes are in the tallies are in it's just durkin is the problem uh goaltender goaltender controversy maybe i don't know i i i find a a different story in this right now at this point uh, concerning our beloved New York Rangers who are struggling for the first time this season. I would love to get your thoughts on it. The fans thought Shestinkin. Wow. Wow. Six Sturkin. I heard him called that. Oh, Six Sturkin. I like that. that. I have to give credit to the great, the great Joe Garcia for that one. Six Sturkin. Wow. I'll take my hat off. It went from Igor to Eyesore. I mean. Ah! It, oh, the jokes. I mean, it has turned. The, the, the worm has turned fast. Fast. Well, uh, yes. I mean, we do want to put it in perspective that they are 19-7-1. <laughs> they are 
one game behind the well, Stanley Cup matter. champions for the most wins in the league. No, but they got right. off to the red hot start, and and yeah, they have struggled since around Thanksgiving. I will stick by what I said on last week's show as to one of the reasons why they are struggling. And I saw on the on the on the X, the tweets, the twats, the whatever you want to call it. There's a few fans on my side on on this theory, on this conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, you were uh, you bucked the system a couple weeks ago. You, you I'm fine you with came that. It's a lone wolf with this. I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Everybody I didn't blow you up about it. They blow you. They blew you up. I, you know, I'm a little bit. That's fine. That's fine. Look. I don't present, we don't present ourselves as experts. We just, we throw opinions out there and then we discuss it. We're right. We're wrong. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit, right? I mean, you know, not going to lie to you either. Top of the show took Millie and Avery went, had a little happy hour. So there's been a little imbibing today, a little Christmas cheer. So, you know, feeling good. Wow. Okay. Good. Feeling good. 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 I want to get the unadulterated, no holds barred. Although I don't think you ever hold anything back, really. <clears throat> so anyway, but yeah, I mean, it just it's crazy to think that we came out of preseason with an overwhelming majority of this fan base and this chat room worried about the backup goaltender, about the backup goaltender, and now they want this guy starting. They want him starting. It is just crazy. The most popular guy, you know, I heard that there's a phrase in football. The most popular guy in town is the backup quarterback. And in the case of the Jets and the Giants, that may never have been more true than it is right now. But, I mean, is that true now? And Is, is there no more popular guy in New York than the backup goaltender? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned. Yes, no, people love the story. League-wide, they love this story. I, I mean, you know, we went back to August, September, August, July. How could they sign this guy after the Stanley Cup, after what he did? He's a king. He, how come, what are we doing? He's too old. He's done. He's finished. Did you see him last year? What is Drury thinking? Now they this guy's king of New York. Yeah, oh, he's he got, got his money from Connecticut. Uh, you know, it's, it's nepotism. That's the only reason John. They're older than Lester Patrick, and they want him starting every night. Why'd they get rid of Halak? He was good enough for this bum. You know, we heard it all. And I got to say, even myself, as late or early as Saturday, last Saturday night, <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell a little story. Ah! That's a good one. I like that. I'm going to tell a little story about Saturday night. All right. Saturday night, I DVR'd the game. They played the, uh, what, they played the Capitals. Capitals. Yeah. Um, Hit show. Total. Whatever. Dumpster fire, garbage plate, whatever you want to call it. So I'm at this holiday party, and it's separated basically into three different rooms. I'm speaking with my friend Jeff, who is a diehard Ranger fan, but has no uh, no ability to work the internet. Okay. He's like, uh, he's like 45-ish, 
guy, I mean, this guy lives and dies for the Rangers. How do you, how are you 45 years old? You have no ability to work the internet. Like, how do you live? He just doesn't get it. He finally got a phone. <laughs> and that was only because his wife made him get a phone. So I'm talking to Jeff and I'm telling him about the blue shirt underground and we, you know, had the viewing parties like, Eddie. You gotta let me when you have one of these blue of uh, blue uh, shirt underground viewing parties. You gotta let me know. He goes, I get group tickets for all my family and friends at work. We go to the garden and we rent this suite, like thirty five people. I go, really? Wow. I, go, I said, you're more than welcome to come down to the next viewing party, and uh, you know, you would love it. I go. People are crazy. We're diehards. We're just so nuts. And, you know, I'm talking to him. And uh, my father's wife is in the other room. And she motions. She comes out in between. There's emotions for me to come and go to the other room. First of all, I don't like to move. I'm eating my cheese and crackers. I'm, uh, you know, I'm eating whatever I'm eating. Uh-huh. And you know me and my dad's uh, second wife. I... And you don't anyway. want to change dynamics. Yeah, I'm having a good time with Jeff. Right. You've got a Rangers. vibe in the room. You leave the, you leave rooms. There's a different vibe. Every room's got a vibe at a, at a party. Right. And there's a vibe going on. He's. We've agreed not to check the score together. We're bonding, you know, because you, you, know, you want to look. You know, but everybody's having. So anyway, I go into the other room and my father goes, this is my son. Now, first of all, I don't think my father's ever introduced to me in some kind of proud way like that. This is my son. He introduces me my to son. a guy. My pride and joy. My pride and joy, he says. <laughs> I like how you, you tell the story better. And so he says, this this is Bob. And I go, hey, Bob, how are you? He goes, I can't believe you're here. I go, what do you mean? He goes, your father said that you uh, ran a thing called Ranger Underground. This is my father. This is, you know, he doesn't know. He's 85. Close enough, right? We'll take it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he goes, yeah, Jim and Eddie do that show. And he goes, and he goes, Eddie's my son. And he goes, what? Eddie's your son? And that's wow. when they, they came over. Uh, she got me. I got in there. This guy, Bob, you thought he had met the president or some, <laughs> maybe not the president, it's but Disney. somebody, you know, Taylor Swift, somebody of real recognition. <laughs> this guy is fanboying like you. Taylor Swift's only better looking. Right. <laughs> and this guy started fanboying. I mean, gushing. You're the best. You're honest. You always tell the truth. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I go, he goes, you always write great stuff. I go, well, I really don't write. I go, that's probably Jim. And, you know, and, and see, let me just interject and tell you guys that this praise is wonderful and, and I eat it up, but Eddie is very uncomfortable. Uh, with, I don't with know how to act. 
He's very, despite his outward, he's very modest. Yeah. And when it comes to this time, I can already tell you, I wasn't even there that Eddie is now uncomfortable at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I feel like they, they know me, but I don't know them. Right. You know what I'm saying? They've seen right. me, you know, and, and then I'm like, yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. He goes, no, really, man. He goes, you showed that video of Laviolette and, uh, you know, way back in the off season. And he goes, you and Jim, you guys were right about that guy. He's, I mean, he's fantastic. And I'm like, okay, you know, all right. I said, you know, that's cool. He go, you know, I go, you know, we just try to like, you know, we got a lot in the off season. There's a lot of downtime too. Tell him, Bob, click the bell and www.patreon.com slash blue shirt. Yeah. I said, <laughs> why? Well, and the best way I did mention that. Say it with money. My father's like beaming. Like, this is the first time I've ever been proud. He's like, he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it ends with basically all that. And he came up with an interesting take before we get to the whole. And well, my, my take was, I, I, okay, his take was, he goes, what do you think of VZ? I go, I think he's having a good year, fourth liner, right? He goes, yeah. And this is where I knew that, Okay, this not everybody's takes are great, but I'm willing to entertain them because they might have a point. He says, I think Jimmy Vesey doesn't like to pass. I'm like, Bob, I go, he's on the fourth line. He better not be passing. <laughs> you got to get bucks to the net. You got to right. grind. Right. I mean, he's never been Mr. Assist, even when he was first up with the Rangers way back when. He's a, he's a shooter. But at that time, I also said I was worried about quick. I said, oh, look at him. He's got the 7-0 record, whatever he has, undefeated. He reminds me a little of the whole Zach Wilson. They're winning, but he's not stopping pucks. Low, that's his forte. And you know what? it's the opposite. I've been completely wrong about him. The guy has played really well. Shesterkin has been, I don't know, out to lunch, struggling. I don't know. So I could be wrong. I mean, Quick is certainly, I think the team plays better in front of Quick. Would you, would you guys agree with me on that? Well, that was going to be my next question. Do you subscribe to the theory that's going around that this team takes Igor for granted? No, okay. I don't think so. But no. uh, well, in, in, in he's in a the, valued the, teammate who's respected well, they, in the room. They take him for granted in the fact that they don't play the tight style of of defense that that Laviolette requires of them in front of Igor, like they do in front of Quick. Well. If you're going to go with the stark contrast between the King game and the Leaf game, which in the King game, they limited. And I don't think they had a lot of shots last night, Toronto. They may have had, I don't know, probably wound up with 30-something. But Toronto I had 30 shots on goal last night. I had said the week previous, you got to keep, the opposition in the 25-shot range, that's Ranger hockey. That's Peter Laviolette hockey. The Rangers are going to win most games. 
against LA, LA plays a very um, system-oriented game. And the Rangers seem to strive against a team that plays a system. It's predictable. It's it, – they're going to win most games, especially if they get some power plays. Then you play the Leafs, who have absolutely no system. They've got defensemen who belong in the AHL. They got a goaltender with a six – six gym. Six, I know. Daniel six Jones. goals against. I haven't seen that since Jules Ratone. <laughs> and he had a 900 save. What did he face? 75 shots? I'm trying to figure that out. I have my wife to admit. So I'm saying to myself, you know, we got a good shot here. They're playing, what's his name? Martin Jones? Is that his name? Martin Jones. Okay. Because I'm sure I'm going to mess up his name somewhere down. I'm saying, come on. They got this depleted defense. The Rangers are going to roll. Well, they come out. They, you know, Toronto is just Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, and John Tavares. They are some of the most elite skilled players in the league. Maybe not Tavares so much, but he, he ain't too shabby. Okay. The Rangers don't play it. First period is an unmitigated disaster. Right. I mean, just horrible. And who's scoring the goals? Well, we had the, that guy Timmons got his first goal of the year. Was oh, that, boy. that was, now if you want to pinpoint Igor, he, that was bad. That goal that he gave up to Timmons. Well, the guy just floated it towards the net, and he waved at it with his glove, and it was in the net. And he looks around. Shit. Uh oh, I'm starting to get hype. I'm starting to look crazy here. Shisterka looks around like he's looking somebody to blame. You gave him a goal. It was a, it was a stinker. So I felt like the Rangers got away. They tried to play too loosey-goosey. That first period was an atrocity to hockey. Uh, you just can't play that way. Um, they've got too many high-end skill guys. And, and I got I got a lot of culprits. You know, I, I, I'm sorry if I'm going to be all over the place, Jim. I'll, I'll get you to take it anyway. Well, Don't you worry. know, you're used the to the drill. Have have structure. The team does. Yeah, right. Last couple weeks, oh, Lafreniere, even this by Bob goes, oh, Lafreniere's having a great season. He hasn't scored a goal in 10 games. That's a good season? No. no well, I, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, I'm glad he's not on a good – you know what? They should put him on a good line. I mean, give me a break. How you I will still say that, that even – even on the nights in the last couple of weeks where they have played some of their worst hockey, he has still been one of the more effective forwards on the ice on the most effective line. I understand he's not scoring, but he's not if alone. You, dude, he's if not you alone. can't score with Panarin and Trocek playing the way, you don't belong there. 
I don't care if he's hitting people. He's getting his chances. You play. I'm a results-oriented fan. <laughs> Ten games without a goal. All right. Bob so, Schmidt coming in hot. Rangers not winning the cup with Laffey in the top six. That's coming in hot. Wow. That is coming. That's coming in hot. I like Robert Schmidt. I'm with you right now. <laughs> Change in a week. <laughs> he gets a couple goals. Right. He scores two goals tomorrow night, and never all has changed. And you got it. You can't give Austin Matthews. This guy is elite. Mitch Marner, elite. Cannot get and they come out bad again in the first period. This is Gallant 101. Yeah, I mean, they they come out, they give out, they give up the two early goals last night. We're five minutes into the game, and they're already down 2 nothing. And, you know, after what we've seen the last couple of weeks, you just – they're chasing the game night after night after night. and so you, You're just not going to win a lot of hockey games like that, and they're not. But but then Blake Wheeler, of all people. Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler. Right. I think it was like 45 seconds after the, after the Leafs made it uh, 2 nothing. He scores his first of the night, right? Blake Wheeler. Thank you. <laughs> and, and okay. All right. So now it's 2 1. We're going to settle down. And they did for a while. They did. They settled the game, felt like they were kind of getting into their groove a little bit. And then Toronto scores two goals at the end of the first period. I mean, what was it? Two, the last two minutes of the first period? I, I, I'm looking here. What? what? No, I'm sorry. It was last four minutes, the last five minutes of the second period. They go into the first end of the first period, 4-1. Come on. I don't care how good you are. And the Rangers are good. And they've got skilled players. They've got guys that can score. But you can't play from behind three goals all the time. And I feel like that's what they're doing. Chasing two, three-goal leads all the time. And then they come out in the second period. And I felt like they came out in the second period, settled down, and they had push. They went and to work. About the, and about, about the 10-minute mark, uh, and again, I'm just spe- I'm taking my best guess here. It was about the 10-minute mark that I felt like, okay, we pushed real hard coming out in the second period. It didn't work, and they wilted for a while. And then they get the late goal from Zabinijad, and then they got another quick goal, and now we're back in it, right? Here, here come the Rangers, giving you that little bit of hope, and as and I've been saying it for years, as Bain once told us, you can't have true despair without hope. Now it's 4-3, right? It's 4-3, and, and we're, but we're, we're, we're retrained now. We're, we're, the expectations have changed. 4-3 going to the third period. This is our game, we're thinking. Yeah, we, yeah, Igor had his bad first period. This is our game. We well, he got did it. make some saves. Once he got close, he 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 made some key saves. And they right. had a chance to win this game. I felt like after two periods, we had a little bit of Mo going. You know, I never felt like, oh, Toronto's dominating us. They just scored on every opportunity. Right. Like any really like awesome opportunity that they scored. But and going to, I, I, I'm telling you, they're going to the second intermission. 
and they're down 4-3. And I'm thinking, they got this. We're going to get two goals in the third period. We're going to win this game. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a shit show. The last couple of minutes, we'll be fighting for our lives, but we got this. And then a minute into the third period, Mitch Marner makes it 5-3, and that was it. That was it. Game over. I, I Sean says something about a phantom penalty. Yes. <laughs> that was an awful call. Who got that call, by the way? Uh, Somebody got sent to the penalty, and it was like they said was it was the like, interference call on uh, yeah. Gustafson. Oh, that was horrible. It was horrible. And it was also a lot of, I felt like there were penalties that got no call, the Rangers got no calls for. But whatever, it's 4 3. They were just opportunistic, and the Rangers forgot how to play defense. Now, and, and, and you know, I am, I am not, I have always tried to not be someone who rails on the officiating when it's ever, uh, you know, at every opportunity. But I think the officiating this year has been as bad as as it's ever been. Every which way but loose. And it just, and, you know, it, it seems rampant between the NHL and the NFL. I don't know where the officiating's worse, but it just seems like game after game. I mean, just jumping back to the to the LA game, you had Mika Zabinijad and Kevin Fiala get misconducts. When the hell? When have you ever seen two players get misconducts in a game where there was no fights? There was no fights, and. God forbid MSG, like, show us a replay that maybe we could see what was the misconduct. I have no idea what that misconduct was for. The game was three days ago. I still don't know. I read every <laughs> article I could find about that game. I have no idea why Mika Zibanejad got his misconduct. But it, misconducts? There was no fights. What were the misconducts for? I have no idea. I think that the officiating has never been worse. Never. It, it, it sunk to the depths of... It just, I, feel I don't like know. They're making night, shit up. I feel like every night it's impacting the game. Uh, yeah, it's impact officiating. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that's the reason the Rangers lost. The Rangers lost because they. It's not why they lost. No, it's not why they lost. Now, I've got to give you some reasons that maybe this is why the Rangers are struggling, but they're one and three. Okay, that that's something to be concerned about. I, I think it's valid. Is it valid to uh, want Jonathan Quick as your starter? No, I don't think that's valid. Uh, because of, you're going to have to ha get Shesterkin figured out. Because right. they're going to make the playoffs. Maybe uh, we're kind of a losing streak now. We hope. Don't mush us. They're not winning anything with Jonathan Quick as their goal. It's, as nice of a story it is right now. Now, maybe I'll be retracting this in a week. I don't know. But okay. Well, I think it's I, I think it's fair to say that if they were to make the playoffs and quote unquote win something, then you're asking for 60 plus games out of Jonathan Quick. And does is there anybody that really thinks that this man could could withstand sixty games as a starting goaltender? No, no, not at all. And I, I think, I mean, God, is there any allegiance to Igor Shesterkin? I, I I'm with Chris here. I, I I'm not opposed to that. Look, 
For those of you, and I know, I know not all of you are old enough to remember, but one of the greatest goaltenders in New York Rangers history found himself riding the pine in 1995 while Glenn Healy rode a hot streak into the playoffs, I might add, against Quebec. So it's not unprecedented. No, it's he, not. Yeah, like chanting his name and everybody's wearing his jersey and, you know, blah, 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 and the highly touted and all that, Vezina winner and all that stuff. But sometimes, but sometimes maybe you, you need think, to take a step back. Do you think that affects Shesterkin's confidence? You know, I mean, I don't been, know. How old is Igor Shesterkin now? 27? 28. Yeah, yeah he's that. an accomplished goaltender in this league. He has ridden the he has, he has won the Vezina, right? I mean, they chant his name at the garden, they chant his name on the road. This guy, I mean, this guy should be does not start in a couple of games. His confidence There's a lot of pride in being you gotta find the confidence within. I'm just hey, asking. Right, see, I'm, I hear, look at this. I'm with Bob Schmidt tonight, man. If it affects his comment, his confidence, he needs to grow up. You know what, Robert? I can't wait to have a beer with you on Sunday, my friend. Oh wow! Because <laughs> you're coming in hot tonight, and I love it. Well, I mean, it's okay. Here's a better question: Is Peter Lavillette youth his first year as coach? Is he going to come in and say because he hasn't hinted it at all? As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to play it. The presser from today, he is uh, <laughs> just—I mean, he doesn't—he's not hinting they're going to go fifty-fifty from here on in. No, I—I I, I mean, you know, look, are we there yet? I don't know. Would I have a problem with it if they came out tomorrow and said, you know what, until Igor gets this figured out? We're gonna we're gonna ride quick for a couple of games, but they do have, they got back to backs again this weekend. I, I, I mean, uh, should Friday we get, Saturday. should we so, have confidence in Benny O'Leary to get Igor straightened out? Best goaltending coach in hockey, right? That's what we've been telling ourselves for twenty years, fifteen um, years. Thank you, Patty. I, it was 27, 28. I knew it was in there somewhere. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, last night's goals. What are you faulting him on? A little bit. I mean, it it it's. I think some of them are on him, and I think some of them are on atrocious defense. I mean, Blake I, Wheeler, Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler, with a horrendous turnover on the delayed penalty, and then he Blake makes, Wheeler, then he makes a dumbass play on the on the goal that's on the delayed penalty. He's lucky he got two goals. And let me just say, let me just say this. I've been, because they were winning and because you know, we're riding high, I've been kind of, I've laid off, but you know, now we're in a lull so I can, Zach Jones. Stop. No. What are you going to do? They called up Matthew Schneider yesterday and then they didn't Matthew, play. No, him. Matt Robinson. Matt Robinson. What did I say? Matthew Schneider. Matthew Schneider. Wow. Jesus wow. Christ. There's a blast from the past. They called up Matt Robinson yesterday. Didn't play him. Sent him right back to Hartford. Now, I know they sent him to Hartford so he can meet us on Sunday. I understand yeah, that. that's nice. But why not play him last night? So I get a look, so I get a look at this guy. Matthew Schneider. 
But Jesus. Zach Jones anyway. is not the reason they lost. But, but no, but I, I don't know. And Braden Schneider, I don't know if it's the constant. I had no. Really Braden Schneider is struggling, Sam. I have really high hopes for this kid. I really thought this would be the year where he really takes that step. And I don't know if it's the combination of of constantly changing partners. They had no Keandre Miller last night. Obviously, that throws people into different pairings and different. There is a lot of shit going on with this team right now. They got a lot. There of, is because yeah, guys hurt, guys out of position with no timetable to come back. All of a sudden yesterday, Keandre Miller's missing last night's game for personal reasons, and the coach won't say how long these personal reasons are going to last. Right. It's indefinite. You know, this wasn't just Needle. a sick day. I need a mental health day. You know, I don't feel so good. I'm not coming in tonight. He this is, I'm taking the night off for personal reasons, and the coach doesn't know or won't say when he's coming back. Now, if this was a one-game thing, why wouldn't the coach say so? So we don't know what's going on there. Right. Uh, I, I don't. Maybe I, Putin's I, after him, like a Panarin. I don't know. Could be. Uh, Eurocrash brings brings it up that that you know. Uh, I don't want to say that since they came back, they've been losing since Fox. But I don't know if Adam Fox is quite the same player. Has he? And, and get back to Igor. Now we're jumping all over the place. But Igor hasn't been the same player since he got hurt or whatever that was. Right when he disappeared for ten days. There's just there's a lot going on here. There's a lot to unpack, as the as the kids say. Plus, it's hard for any any NHL team. You lose Capo Caco, and Jim made the you know uh, I thought a you know a fairly good point that you know anytime you lose a regular, I don't care how ineffective he was goal scoring. There's other things he brings to the game. Uh, you know, a pale white face. He's finished. Uh, he never smiles, you know, those his, things. His pasty skin, his, his lack of pasty skin. And uh, he's not even he's skating, good, Jim. He's a good two-way player. But he's not even skating now. We're in, like, the land of the abyss now. He he's skating. He don't know where he is, but he's skating, you know, with all his concussions. For all I know, he's skating at Rockefeller Center. <laughs> he's even in a tree. <laughs> There's a lot of injuries. You lose a, a second pairing defenseman. It makes Zach Jones now in the lineup. This guy is green. He's a greenhorn. You know, there's a lot of. I don't know. Uh, one game I saw Riley Nash in there. What? What? And, and, and I'm sorry. I, I I know. I I know. There's a You're story. Gonna beat Riley there. Nash. I know there's a story there that people like about Johnny Brodzinski, but I just don't. I just don't see it. Johnny knock hockey. I just don't see it. For I, it. again, I, I'm just. I, I pray to God I'm wrong when I say stuff like this. But there's a reason why this guy has fucking toiled in the AHL for ten years. There's a reason why this guy is 30 years old and has played like 20 NHL games. There's a reason for this. Got no choice. He did There's have back-to-back -back two assists. Yeah, and say, yeah, and get, two Zach Miller, that's another problem. This guy on the first line, yeah, I know he had two goals last night, and I know we like the clip, and I know it makes us all laugh, but... No, nah, it looks like his uh, better days have uh, are gone. I mean, he, you know, he's in front of them. I mean, 
He doesn't really have a good shot. He's not fast. I mean, what the hell is he doing on NHL first line right wing? He's on that first line. And I, I mean, you know, that, that first line, I, I, I don't like what's going on there. What? I just what don't. He's actually hitting those one-timers now. Hit one the other night, I know. But then he got a misconduct for no reason. Yeah. They're still going to Toronto to review that. Why he got it. Uh, they miss Frankie the rifle. Well, there's a lot of calls. Uh, Rangers are uh, Ranger fans are already eyeing trading deadline people. I know, but Toronto, Tarasenko, and Anthony Duclair are the three biggest. Oh God, the three biggest targets for this fan for this fan base. They just love what the, those three have in common. It's the 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 love affair of you a can former. Still get all their jerseys in a warehouse somewhere. I don't know. Somebody's trying to coax Kevin Klein out of retirement. Get him to replace Zach Jones. Uh, Zach Jones is just, it's just I don't know. I, I don't see it. He could skate. Uh, you know, he could skate. He oh. can move the puck a little bit, but he's just a nightmare in his defensive zone. I mean, it, it seems like this seems like another in a long line of defensemen to play for the Rangers who would who looks to be better suited as a winger. Well, this <laughs> is this is what got uh, again. I'm not going to sit here and 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 fall on my sword for Zach Jones, but this is the kind of talk that got Neil Pionk, a very serviceable defenseman, shipped out of here. Yeah, and, but we got Jacob Truba back for Neil Pionk. Well, uh, I can't come. Jacob Truba night. I know he's fine. Jacob Trouba's a a free agent. No, he was in the. No, he was in the. Was it? No, he was traded. Ah, for Pionk and the and a first round pick, wasn't it? I don't know. Maybe I'm all confuzzled. It was pre-COVID. Everything's everything before COVID is fuzzy. Jason Strudwick, you guys want back? Yes, he's assistant GM. I think. <laughs> He's director of player personnel. Traded and then Traded signed. Traded by the Winnipeg Jets to the New York Rangers for a first-round draft pick and Neil Pionk in 2019, which was pre-COVID. Thank you very much. Traded and signed, though. So right. they uh, have to sign yeah. him because he wasn't, wasn't going to sign with them. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, love pair shoes. How can you love pair shoes? Great name. I like, name. I like this name. Pair of Jews. name. Can't even make that shit up. Pair of Jews. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean. Dr. B, what are you? Come on. What are you doing? We got Jacob Truba and his $8 million burden. Well, he's the greatest captain since Mark Messier. I'll take his burden. You got to pay people. They got to pay people. What are you, Costa over here? <laughs> Guys knocking people out. You see what that the, when he blocked that shot last night? Yes. Guys, here he is going balls out every game. Come on. Now stay away from my troops. You can bag on Zach Jones all you want. Yeah. He's <laughs> not making 700 million. Yeah, like that Sherry O'Terry guy. I, I, on the Dodgers, I don't know how the Do- I don't know, how the hell the Dodgers convinced that guy to not take the bulk of that contract for like twenty years. I mean, that's 
That's brilliant on the Dodgers' part. Because he's going to make two million dollars a year for the next. I mean, granted, that's a lot of money to be to you know the average schmo, but he wanted to play there. That who knows dope. if he lives there. I mean, he might not even live oh, there. Please, if you're going to say Zach Jones is not in NHL, spell his name right. Thank you. You yelling at Diane Eck now? Yeah, I, I I didn't know it was. I'm sorry, Diane. I didn't know you. That was you. <laughs> Be better off with Daniel Jones back there on defense. Oh, stop. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Another freaking. Uh, everybody. Sorry about that. And I feel bad for yelling at the. <laughs> yelling at Diane. But the Rangers have a lot of injuries. Not a lot of teams can really. They've been thriving. Maybe they're struggling. Maybe, you know, it's, you know, Johnny Brodzinski really isn't the answer. I'm not blaming him, but when you lose a lot of guys from your starting lineup, your whole mojo, and they're still atop the NHL. So, but when you worry about the goaltender, <laughs> Exactly. I'm laughing at Diane because she still spelled his name. You wrong. still spelled his name wrong, Diane. It's <laughs> great. He's you know Tic Tac Zach, right? So the Rangers have a multitude of problems, but I never foresaw Igor Shesterkin being one of them. Right. <laughs> the four logo. I got my uh, C four. My heart could explode during this. Thank God I didn't watch it during last night's game in the 31 empty net. <laughs> Toronto got at the end of the game. Oh, God. And, you know, this This is just uh, another another bad point about last night. They They touched on this ever so briefly and glossed it over on the MSG broadcast that the flu – was running through the Maple Leafs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Joe. But I, the um, my my stream of MSG was cutting out the third period, so I switched over to the to the TSN feed, and apparently it was it was much worse than MSG made it sound. I, the guys on TSN said that some of the guys on the on the Maple Leafs on the ice last night were not were were very very sick. Oh wow! Like. It really bad. I mean, they really gave a lot of. I mean, I understand it's a Toronto broadcast, and that's what a home broadcast normally does is pump up their own guys. But they made it sound like you know they were a pretty sick team on the ice last night. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised. You know, knowing the way our broadcast usually is, I'm surprised Joe wasn't on the on the Maple Leafs bench taking yeah. rectal temperatures yeah. with a rectal yeah. thermometer. Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam, Austin Matthews, 104.5, Sam. Yeah, he's lost three pounds. Mitch Marner's puking up blood, Sam. And then that dummy Sam, that dummy clown Sam. When Rangers is down 2 nothing, he goes, the Maple Leafs with a substantial 2 nothing lead. <laughs> oh, that's very <laughs> ZR strike. You're right on that one. But I mean, he's like Toronto had a substantial lead of two nothing. 
I'm like, Sam, what are you? Oh, that two-goal lead. You don't know. Can't come back from that. I don't know. I, I had that game. I'm going to say, honestly, folks, I'm going to admit this to you. Aggravated the shit out of me. Well, plus, you know, you hate to see them play that badly on Garden of Dreams night. Oh, God. They got to stop with that. You know, first of all, they had two Garner Dreams girls sing the national anthem. What's wrong with them? They got talent. I don't understand. What are they just hiring? They, they put in the Garner Dreams because they, they want a talent contest? Oh, you want to give during the season to these people who need it the most. How do I know they need it the most? Why don't you disclose what's going on here? Everything's a secret in this organization. You, you can have an amputee vet down the corner from you who needs it the most. Right. How do you determine that? Oh, she's from Harlem. She needs it. Well, that, what? I mean, it could be a homeless person in Passaic. I'll give it to them. Passaic? <laughs> I don't understand. Everybody from Harlem needs something? Hockey in Harlem. Uh, knock hockey in Harlem. I don't know. They show I Ron that major fan since the 70s. He's in Harlem. He's got a brand new jersey. He's doing all right. And they're raffling off shit. You're not even guaranteed to win. Donate $100 to get in a raffle to win a Steve Valley get fucking signed stick. Get the fuck out of here. Who wants that? I mean, really, who wants that? Why, why do they even think anybody wants that? Nobody. I played 53 games in the NHL. Granted, that's more than me, but still. I don't get that. Give me some disclosure on the Garden of Dreams. The hey, only thing I would want to win would be, in, would be to be in the booth with Sam and Joe. <laughs> that's the only gift worth winning. I mean, if the kids got, you know... They're in St. Jude's or whatever that that's that's fine. But I don't know. These these girls come out there they're well enough to sing and sing well, and I don't understand why these dummy Ranger fans can't shut up during the national anthem. These kids are going out and they're singing their hearts out. They're from the Garden of Dreams. This is their this is their dream to sing at Madison Square Garden. And he's jerk off Ranger fan. Shut up, asshole. Let the kids sing their a cappella. But I don't understand. I feel like uh, what is the God in the dreams? I don't understand. If if it went to that, that's fine. <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, striker. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't understand the whole process of that whole thing. So, you got all that crap, and then the Rangers lose. I got to be reminded they're doing auctions while the Rangers are losing. <laughs> What is this, QVC, why I watch a fucking game? Sam's up there like a tobacco auctioneer. Hey, give me 10, give me 10, give me 15, give me 15, hey. give me 15. 
What about bid? What about bid to win a, win in the booth with me and Joe? Oh, Joe. Oh, give me ten. Give me ten. Give me ten. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. That's a joke. Come on. I don't know what is going on in this broadcast. I don't know what's going on in our ranges. Eddie and <laughs> Sam and Joe are up there selling Diamondique. <laughs> yeah. And I now mean, we have a fixture VCR up for the Garden of Dreams auction. It's bad enough I got to have gambling, in-game gambling updates. Then I got to deal with an auction. I got no time to watch the game. I mean, I'm just frustrated in the whole pro- process of that whole night. And how many times they do this shit? They do it once or twice, three times a year with these auctions. <laughs> Cut go knives. I mean, they're going to have uh, that guy, uh, Ron Popeil on with the Ronco pocket fisherman. <laughs> the hair in the can. Oh, casino night, too. I know some of you guys have gone for that. that that's worth it. If you can I want to go to casino night. Yeah, you get to hobnob with the players and, and hear what they right. really think. Right. I wouldn't mind that. Uh... Just set it and forget it. Oh my God, they're, they're fucking killing me tonight. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh, we got. To... <laughs> <coughs> oh my God. Kelsey's even doing the. You guys are on point tonight, boy. It's always better when we're. I know it's. It's good for business when they're losing. I'll tell you, because you guys are at your funniest. Now, what has got me worried about my heart now? I'm like, <laughs> getting some pain. <laughs> I, don't know those, uh... I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I just have to say, the Rangers got to figure it out. They got to get I, I have to have some answers. You can't just. I mean, gambling is a part of this game. How could they be so vague about injuries with gambling involved? They have to be open. Upper body, lower body. Oh, I can't tell you that. Keandre Miller. I don't know if he he could be in the uh, the, the, the Army Reserve for all I know. He could, be, he could be headed for Gaza. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm very frustrated, folks. I just. I, I can't give up on Chester, and I cannot. I oh sorry. I oh, you know, get a I night owe, at the Walper up in Kitchener, uh, the Garden of Dreams there with the romantic enhancement. Oh God. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right, Diane. The, the Ranger and, and, and my, they're staying steadfast. Get a my pillow. Don't <laughs> oh, my pillow. What's the other stuff? What's the style of oh, the flex seal? You get a can of flex seal from the Garden of Dreams. I'm waiting for that that crazy glue, whatever that glue where the guy sticks his helm uh, as a construction helmet on the, the thing. The uh, girder, crazy 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 glue. Glue. he hangs from there, or the flow yeah. bee. The flow bee. Oh my god. All right. So we've gotten completely away. <laughs> 
from any. But this is, what, this is what we do. This is what this is what we do. I gotta laugh because I. We, I, we, I, we, I was laugh through it, right? We, we get you through it. The worst of times, the best of times. Do you want to talk to Costa? Right, let's see what he's got to say. All right. There he is. What's oh, up, brother? Did you paint, did you, did you paint the wall over there? What'd you do? It looks nice. Oh. Uh, yeah. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. What do you, you got in that bin back there? What? The bin. Go into the bin. Oh, yeah. Look at this. That's I like it. Anyways. All right. Get, talk to us. Everybody calm down. We're only at DEFCON 4. Calm the fuck down. Wait, we... wait, wait a minute. Wait the fuck a minute. You're the one who shuts a goddamn game off when it's one nothing in the first period. I'm punching out, Maverick. And you're going to tell me to calm down? Get out of here. You're gonna tell me to calm down. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta shut the game off before it breaks something. We're down two to one. <laughs> You're gonna tell me to calm down. Get out of here. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna come in here with your calm downs. Oh God. I'm punching out, Maverick. I like that. Game one of the of the Stanley Cup playoffs, they're down two one. I'll, I'll punch it out, Maverick. I can't watch anymore. I'm well, out. that that's in the moment. But he's down. looking at the long. He's looking at the long pictures. Everybody's got to calm down. Exactly. Costa lives in the moment, but he sees he sees the big picture. Does he? Yeah. The Rangers win three, four games. Everybody forgets this. Exactly. So all of a sudden now, in, in 2023, you're the voice of reason. You're Mr. Sunshine and Rainbows. I never said that. <laughs> you're gonna, don't put words in my mouth, my friend. You're, you're coming out here like... Oh, like don't you dare put the put words in like, my like, mouth. I, I, said, I said DEFCON 4. You're going to be Franklin Roosevelt with a fireside chat telling us the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, I mean, I mean, play quick, man. You got to play. Sometimes you have to play the hot hand. Yeah, that's just me, man. Um, I mean, I mean, what are you gonna? What are, what are we supposed to do? And, here, right. and and here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. This guy is gonna want Lundquist money when he when he's in. Ufa, uh, are you gonna give him that type of money? And he's gonna play like this, huh? Oh, Shesterkin. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, we don't, we don't know yet. That doesn't the last four years count for anything? That this guy has been. A god, he's one of best. Oh yeah, trophy, for God's but, sake. Are we, are, but are we going to pay this guy again, Longquist money to stick around? Yeah, and and and, 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 I, and and I'm one of those guys that says, yeah, this team plays different when Quick is in goal and when when Igor's in goal. I think. I I think I do think this team. Takes Igor for granted. 
honestly. All right. That's your opinion. Your opinion. I mean, he only gave they gave him 30 shots last night. They gave him 25 the night before. I mean, uh, you, the difference is you have Austin Matthews and Mitch. Well, you can't give these guys opportunities. They're going to put the puck in the back of the net. Exactly. I mean, you, you got to, you gotta, you know, play D. And this, and this team this team didn't play D, D last night. I can tell you that much. They got up to such a horrible start. You can't get down for nothing. Yep. Can't be chasing I mean, the game all the time. Uh, yeah. Like Jim, open the. You can't chase the game, and they got it to four three. And of course, we all got teased into believing that the Rangers were going to come back and win that game, and it, it looked possible. Do you think this was inevitable? We were going to, we're going to be like, okay, we're something's up now, because this team was for a long time was for like what, for two months, this team was like white hot. Yeah. And 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 I think Rock said it best. Every loss w- was blowouts. We got every loss we said we got just annihilated. Yeah, like five goal, like five goals or more. Yeah, they've been giving them a lot of goals. goals. But every every, I mean, a, a lot of our wins we won by the skin of our teeth. But a wins, a wins, a wins, a win. Like they say, you know. Okay, Eric Vanko, I think, has an interesting take on Igor. Uh, Igor's helmet is way too big, and it looks like he is set back in his helmet. Let's see. That's something I never thought of. Like Jimmy VC is a puck hog. I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh Matt Rello wants to know how much RAM does your computer have? And you make it mine as business. You need to mind your business, Matt. Well, last year, last year, Igor gave up four or more goals 12 times in the entire season. Okay. It's already happened seven times this year. Whoa. We're halfway through December. Okay. So I think if I asked. I got close to here. If I said, if Laviolette says, listen, that we're going to go 50-50 until Igor figures it out. Figures it out. Would you you agree? I'd be okay with it. You'd be okay okay with it. it. What does the chat room think, Jim? What do you think about it? I'm fine with it. Until he figures it out. When he figures it out, he's the starter again. I've said it. I've said it numerous times this season. He's the best goaltender in the NHL. He's just not playing well. What happens if Quick then tanks, and then you got to say, "Oh, well, we're back to you, Igor." You know, uh, get it done. Get it. For, then, then that's what you do. I mean, these are grown men. These aren't kids. I know, but the goalie's got a psyche that's different than any than any player psyche. on that team. You've got to have ego. You've got to be a. You've got to be egomaniac to play the position. Go you got to think you're better than everybody on the ice. Here's a here's a stat for you. Okay, give it to me. <laughs> Last season, right? 
Uh Igor played, he appeared in 58 games. Only in one game did he have a save percentage under 800 for the game. That has already happened three times this year. Under 800. Is that baby keeping him awake again like last year? (laughs) (laughs) They need to shut up that baby. Get the babysitter back. Same with with Mika. Mika's now a proud papa. And consider the fact that I'm only giving you the numbers under 800. 800 is not a good save percentage. 800 is terrible. Right. I don't know. I don't know. My my gut says that, that Laviolette will uh will continue to play Igor until it's really apparent that this guy uh, broke. Hey man, I hate kids. That's why now, I blast girls in the face when I'm done. I don't now, want kids. He 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 did go through a couple of bad stretches last year. He had a he had a bad stretch in late November, early December last year. Four goals, four goals, three goals, four goals. And then he had another bad stretch in February. Four goals, four goals, four goals, five goals. So, you know, every goaltender goes through this. I don't know. I I think he's fine. Jen's giving us a you people. (laughs) Who's the hero? Jess Darkin? Yes. Of course he's a hero. <laughs> How many Ranger goalies have Vezina trophies in on their man, their mental case? Mental case. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's where his is on the jeez. Oh, no, it's true. John Ulness, uh Ulness, I don't know how to pronounce your name. He uh oh god. Did Jen hit the sauce with you? <laughs> She had Millie won. is saying, I, I never thought he was overly special. Well, you're in the minority. Let's just say that. Uh, but John made a good point about the rebounds. The rebound control has been ridiculously bad. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I guess we'll figure it out. Well, you know, we only can see what we're going to see. I ain't going to try to fix nothing. I just... Wondering where Peter Laviolette is going. Well, we're gonna let we're gonna let Costa go in a minute, and then we're gonna hear his post game reacts reactions last night. Who Nixon? Yes, Millhouse Nixon. Yes. Okay. All right, Costa. Nice seeing you, man. All right. We'll see you Sunday. Like I said, can't I got no ride? Can't make it. I'm gonna get there. You got a car, don't you? You got a car, don't you? Uh, uh, I, no, I, no, I got a jalop. I don't have a car, I have a jalop. Oh. All right. What about the train? Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. For the money, for the money I got to spend on the train, I'd rather just go to the fucking garden and, and pay a ticket to go to the garden. Okay. <laughs> Take that train. You'll steam locomotive. <laughs> All right. What about an Uber? Take an Uber. Yeah, okay, yeah. Again, same thing. For, for the money I'm going to spend on an Uber, I can just buy a ticket to the garden. 
So you're not going? No. I guess. How about your hitchhike? Jonathan Riggs says. Show a little leg. (laughs) Show a little leg. Wear something low cut. (laughs) You got a ride? Uh, All right. All right. Well, Costa. What are you going to do? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Exactly. All right. Well, all right. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. God bless. Bye. All right. So if you're watching the show, as of right now, we have at least four tickets available for the Hartford Wolfpack game. Four that were donated by our own Anthony Policcio. He cannot make it. The tickets are free. So if you are interested, you want to go to the game with us on Sunday, we have a group of about 30, or if Costa's not going, 29, going to the game. There's going to be meet and greets. It's Sonar's birthday, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. So we have four tickets free. So if you want to go, you can either message us here or message me on Facebook or or whatever. I'll be bringing this. You, they'll be available for purchase. There's going to be meet and greets with the players after the games. So we have four tickets. So if you want to go, we're going to meet up at about 1.30, 2 o'clock, uh, 1, 1 at, at a bar across the street from the arena. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to go, let me know. And Eddie will be there with his foam claw. Yeah, maybe we can give this to Shastark and maybe he could save some more bucks, this big claw. Save! Yes, the foam claw is a must when you go there to get that. The uh, Wolfpacker in second place playing good hockey. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10, Eddie. Pretty good since a lot of guys have been, well, I guess Johnny Knock Hockey and a couple other guys have been called <laughs> up. But, like, uh, it'll, be, it'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's go to this Laviolette thing. All right. Uh, so I can... Uh, leave the camera area for a bit. All right. Yeah, I mean... Hang on, let me put them up top. Now, this is post-game? This is post-game last night. Okay. All right. They're they're a dangerous team. There's a couple of nice goals. You know, there's a, a couple of breakdowns. We had a breakdown in the neutral zone on one of the goals. We had a breakdown in front of our net on one of the goals. They scored a couple of nice goals through the course of the night, and you know that's enough to add up to us not being where we need to be. Um, again, from an offensive, even in the first period when it's four-one, we missed lots of chances. We didn't hit the net. We, we just missed the chances, and then came out and played. I thought a more determined second period and tighter defensively and more push offensively and. You know, it set it up for the third and win the third and try to win the game. I don't think we were very sharp. I don't think it was our best period. We're playing a good team. They were quicker than us in the first period. And their cha- they, they generate the chances that they generated. They capitalized on them. Like I said, there was some of it's some of it's on us. You know, I do think that the one. When they came through the neutral zone, that was that's on us. D zone coverage, we got to protect better in front of the net. We can't leave somebody open on the back door. And so there's definitely things that we need to do better. They scored some nice goals as well. You know, the the last one, you know, the power play goal is a redirect. It's it's tough. 
and then um, you know you're defending the rush. Trebes blocks the shot, goes right back on his stick. Goal scorer's stick, and it ends up in the back of the net. So uh, first period wasn't the way we wanted to go at all. With regardless of whatever you didn't do in front of Igor, was there any part of you that no, I think that some of it was on us and some of it was some nice goals. And um, I thought he also through the course of the game made some big saves. There were some big toe saves on the back door, and even before they even before they scored the one that put him up by two, he made some big saves. Right before we scored, I think it was Blake's goal. He made another big save on the back door, so he made he made some big saves in there as well. Um, so no, I didn't I didn't think about it. I know you haven't been around him for a long time, but do you worry, worry about his, you know, being too hard on himself? Or his everything, I've said this before, I believe everything is a little bit cyclical. You know, there's ups and downs to teams and power plays and penalty kills and players, and everything's a little bit cyclical. I, I think that there's still things we can do better in front of him, and we'll continue to work as a group to, to do that. Even with the slow start in the first period, there's been a lot of moments this year where your team responds in the second period. Is there any positive you can take away from that, that no matter how bad of the first period it could have been, that in every case they find a way to make it even better? I have a difficult time with the positives after a loss, mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. Like I, just, um, I thought that the second period, to, to describe in my opinion what happened, the second period was a better period for us. We put more pucks at the net. They actually got to the net. They were in the net. We continued to press and I thought that we tightened things up defensively and gave ourselves a chance to win in the third period. You did, you did make the push in the second period. But you know, Brian Lindgren in the locker room was talking about wanting to be more engaged in battles and, and feeling like you know, kind of upping your intensity in that regard. Some of the similar things you talked about in Washington. I mean, where does this kind of? Uh, you don't seem quite as maybe upset as you were in Washington, but like, where does this kind of stand for you as far as that overall? Well, effort? I mean, we threw 80 attempts at the net against a good team, and so uh, we did. We, we were trying to push. We we're trying to do the right things. Like I said, they've got some talent on their team as well. I do think they scored nice goals. I do think that there's things that we could have done better. I don't like the first period. I don't like the way it played out for us. Um, I thought that they were quicker than us, and they were on their toes a little bit more, and so that that bugs me. Um, I thought we fought back in the game, and like I said, it got to the third period. We won't win the third period. We got a chance of walking away with points. So, I was going to say, it was, it was Sunday night it seemed like you had checked a lot of the bad habits that had crept into your game. So I'm wondering if you're a little more concerned after they crept back in tonight. Um, I'm always. I I I don't. I don't ever really think that everything just goes away. Completely, I think you're constantly coaching and teaching and going over things. And the neutral zone will look at it tomorrow and we'll say, "Okay, this is what happened. This is what we can't do." And so, um, again, the the, the Washington uh, game. I don't think that we competed very hard. I thought we were a little slow out of the gates today. I thought we picked it up. I thought we tried to push and get ourselves back in there, but. Um, I think any time you lose a game, it leaves a taste in your mouth that you don't like. We're here to win hockey games. And so we didn't give ourselves, based on the first period, they were better than us. We didn't give ourselves the best chance to win tonight by not having a better first period. The, the call on Gustafson early in the third period, yeah. you guys have clawed back within one. I mean, how deflating is that? It was at, at uh, you know, we, we had set it up. I thought the guys clawed, clawed back into that game. We, we 
talked about. I mean, really, all you have to do is win the third period to walk away with some points, and that was a that was tough to have to, you know, kill kill that off. You know, I want to yell at him, like say, "Fix it," but he he's on the ball. That's what I'm saying. He remembers every little detail of that game, like every game when he comes out. Uh, if you show the next clip, which I I did not know, you don't have to show it, but I'm just saying that he doesn't go in and talk to the team about the loss right after the loss. He lets them deal with it, and then he talks about it the next day. Is that the uh, the the after the practice today? Yeah, yeah. And right, um, I have that one. I just got to find it. Uh, here it is. And, and how you feeling today? It's good to get in here and work, and uh, that's right. You know, to uh, get back out on the ice and meet with the players and go over some stuff. So I think that's always a good cold in there. Yeah, thing sit out, just it's up. And I think you always feel better after you go out and work. And you know, like I told the players, I I thought we could have done things a lot better in the first period. I thought we did things really well in the second period, and the third period was up for grabs, and it didn't go our way. So, the process of digesting the game, you know, how, how much time do you like to spend on it the next day, and then how quickly do you try to move to the next test? Yeah, I mean, rarely do I talk to the players after the game because it, everybody's angry and emotional. They are, I am, and so I stay away from that. Um, but the next day, you know, the work's done by the time. He should talk to me after losses. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he thinks they're angry and emotional. I was make it in here and, last night. You know, wherever, whatever the message might be, I think it's the the time to address things then and and put it to bed and move forward and get out on the ice and get ready for the next day. And so, again, you, you know, you go and look at you go and look at what we gave up and what we created. They're not too far off. We just we lost the game. And and granted that. First period could have been better. We were really good in the second, third period, and so it's um, that's that's hockey. I mean, you're you're talking about you know if you can win 55 percent of the game as opposed to 45, you might win the game. Well, last night I probably think we're on a little bit of the shorter end of it. I mean, I tried to ask this last night about Igor, um, and I know you up and down throughout the season, yeah. And such. But do you? You know, guy's been in the league for a number of years and he's super hard on himself. Do you still have to worry about, you know, him taking it too hard and being too hard on himself? Like I think I think players always, you know, care about how they play and what they're doing on the ice for sure. And we talked this morning and um, we've got a tremendous amount of confidence and faith in him. I know his teammates do. I know what his resume says and what he's done in the past. And I still think even in last night's game, there's – this isn't just, you know, based on the games that we've played in front of him recently, this isn't just, you know, me me throwing something at you. I think that there's things that we could have done better. We could have had a better first period. We could have played a lot better in Washington. And even though we pushed in Ottawa defensively, I said that night, you know, we, we were trying to win the game, but we were doing it at the expense of not playing good defense. And so I think there's things that, that you know, there's chances and then there's, you know, breakaway chances and three-on-one chances, and we got to just clean some of that up. And so, that's on us and me. And so, I know everybody wants to play well, and he certainly does. He's a. All right, can I, can I stop for a second here? Yes. He says he says 
We got to clean some of that up, and that's on me. I like that. Yes. Well, you remember that. You remember what the last coach said when they got in the funk? I'm doing my job. Yep. He's an elite goaltender, and we have a tremendous amount of confidence in him. Peter, I ask because I'm from Connecticut Paper. Can you describe what you were hoping Nick and Jonathan would bring to the team, particularly in the locker room, and, and to what degree they've met or maybe exceeded those expectations? Question is, you can skip all. Jonathan Quick and Nick. What did you say, Ed? This guy's from Canada. He wants to know uh, what he does he think about Jonathan Quick and Nick Benino so far. We all know what he thinks. This is a stupid question. Then we bring to the team, and particularly in the locker room, and to what degree they've met or maybe exceeded those expectations. Jonathan Quick and Nick Nick Benino. Um, both of these guys are veteran players that have been champions they're they're they've got a level of championship experience and success that any team would want to add um jonathan's career has been amazing uh, the fact that he's you know found himself uh, two-time stanley agree, cup champ three-time stanley cup fucking champion fucking you know really carrying the ball what this idiot guy with the question. He wants a total recap on Jonathan Quick's career, and he wants a Nick Benito update. And even what you call Laviolette is stunned. He's like going, Jonathan Quick? I mean, you know. Read his Wikipedia. Yeah. Go to his Wikipedia, you dummy. <laughs> Don't waste the coach's time. He goes, oh, I'm That's all you had. Skip this. I'm done with this guy. I'm done with right. this interview. With the interview or with the clip? Or with I'm the whole done one? with the clip. All right. Thank you, Jim. Can't stand that dummy asking questions. But everybody knows that Jonathan Quick is one of the biggest stories in the NHL right now. Uh, so... Wow, your friend from school is Nick's cousin, Avery? Next week, guest. Right. Benito, I mean, he's, he's a shot-blocking machine. He's got courage. This is what Laviolette answered that. He's courageous. A whole bit. Stanley Cup winner. Oh, okay. So, you, uh, just getting away from the Rangers a bit. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in the NHL. Uh, you told me something about Bissonette and the Islanders? Uh, yes. Diane, that call is from Benino scoring when he was with, a, with the Penguins. I believe it was an overtime goal, and that is, uh, I want to say... Um, uh, I think it was Punjab TV or something like that. It was called and Punjab that was, TV. Uh, Wait a minute, uh, I'm not kidding. And okay. that was that was the announcer. That was his call when Benino scored. The guys, the guys, Canadian. Oh, but, I've uh, seen him. Yeah, yeah. Benino, 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 Benino,
Yeah, that was a Gunga Din. That was Gunga Din and then Gunga Dim. <laughs> Sam Rosen, a.k.a. Gunga Dim. <laughs> I don't know. See, we got to laugh. I mean, <laughs> well, Jim, you're right there. You want some C4? I'll get you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Go oh. good, Tim. <laughs> oh, man, that's one of the best. <laughs> I'll still be laughing at that one at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Just try to take, oh take a picture of Somebody get Photoshop and get a picture of Gunga Din from that uh, movie and then put the toupee on there. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. Yes, Avery, bring an oxygen tank downstairs. <laughs> now, uh, what happened with the Paul Bissonette and the Islanders? I'm sorry. Uh, Paul, well... In case, uh, for those of you that didn't know, the night before the uh, need somebody the the night before the uh, the uh, the uh, Maple Leafs played the Rangers, they played the Islanders, and <laughs> former former Islander John Tavares got, I believe, two points in the game, which gave him one thousand for his career, and Islander fans booed him. So Paul Bissonette went on Twitter and blasted Islander fans, which I'm all I'm all about. I can't stand this guy, but I'm all about this. He says, what a disgrace. Islander fans are clowns. Booing a guy who gave his left nut to your organization. No wonder he left. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess I think he doubled down on it and said, Something about uh, this guy's on Twitter way too much, but uh, he said something about like the team just went on ragging on their fans and stuff like that. Oh, Lou, oh, because but then Butch Goring went back at Bissonette. Uh oh, and then Bissonette said Lou sending Butch to do his dirty work like usual. The Islanders are ran like the mafia. Because Butch Goring said, why don't you show up at the UBS? Then they can boo a clown with zero points. <laughs> wow. Butch is so, so yeah. sensitive. Butch Goring taking it very personal. He always does. He always chirps. Loser. Great coach Butch Goring was. That's yes. what I, If I were Bissonette, I'd bring up uh, Butch Goring's coaching record, which is sub trache. Right. So, yeah. Uh, uh, like, I couldn't stand Butch going in that makeshift helmet he used to wear. Anything else? Look, he said, "Congratulations to Tavares on 1,000 NHL points. More importantly, congratulations for getting out of Long Island." <laughs> he, he ain't wrong. 
Suck on that, Islanders. Johnny T just shoved it right up your ass. Another blown lead by you bums. Keep booing, you losers. No wonder he left your crusty asses. <laughs> by the way, did you hear about Tony Granados taking a taking a leave of absence from uh, announcing he's got uh, lymphoma or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma? Did he, did he have a a former bout with this or something? Or maybe I'm thinking of some. You might be thinking of uh, the Sabers coach, who's his brother, right, Don? Maybe, yeah. I don't Granato. know the brothers. Anyway. Oh, wow. Well, best well, of luck to Tony. He, yeah, I hope he gets back. And, uh, Paul Bissonnette, you just, you, you can't, I don't think much of you to begin with, and I know you don't care about that, but you came up a notch in my book with the Islanders. When you slam Islander fans, you're the enemy of the enemy is my friend. And that the fact that you got the Butch Goring. Right. Just, the fact that you trolled him hard enough that you made him, you made him respond. Right. And yes, the Islanders are only six points behind the Rangers, by the way. Yeah, no, the Islanders, it's weird. The the Islanders are, are behind there. Um, and the teams that are down in the bottom, and the Penguins, they're looking at they're thinking about firing Mike Sullivan. Can you believe this? Wow, it's in the wind. So uh, they just have been awful. Carolina's struggling, struggling, struggling. Devils are Devils are just kind of hovering around five hundred. Uh, so, you know, okay. All right, okay. I don't think the island is, is sustainable. And, and speaking of not speaking being of sustainable, not sustainable, the greatest man from Kitchener, Ontario, other than Josh Gimble, Jeff Cutter Diamond High. What's up, Cutsy? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Good, how are you? Uh, I've been better, but you know what's going on. I did not, I did not take super happiness with that Leafs win. I thought the Rangers were going to come back and win. Yeah, well, so did I, and that's why I had a sleepless night last night. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> like you agreed with me in the chat room, yeah. they have some elite players, and those elite players came through for the Leafs last night. Yeah, and our AHL. Style defense core actually won something. So that's I know good. I couldn't even name one guy on that defense core. I was like, I never heard of these guys. You never heard of Jake McCabe, even? No, not even him. I don't want no. the the fr the freaking guy we signed from Dallas, Klingberg. He's gone. He's hurt. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, we wasted all my money on him. We have wasted all that money on Matt Murray. And he's gone. And he's hurt. Matt so, Murray like, played last night. No, he didn't. Marty, Marty oh, Martin Jones, Jones. I'm sorry. I got my M's confused. Now, the Maple Leafs got John Klingberg in the offseason? Yeah. We, yeah, we got him in the offseason free agency. Oh, I didn't even know that. So, he's yeah. a pretty good defenseman uh, with uh, Dallas for many years. Now he's yeah, out for the year? Yep, he's out. Uh, so what do you think? You're a, you're, you, you got a rooting interest in both teams. Uh, you think Shesterkin should, uh, maybe, uh, go 50, 50 with quick or you think Shesterkin's all right? Um, 
I I would love to see what Jonathan Quick can do in that 37-year-old body. He's only one year younger than I am, which sucks. Well, well maybe you could get the third string uh, job there. I mean, you're still you're younger than he is. You're only 38. No. I, I thought you were. I always think you're I, younger, like I, 25, 26. I look a whole lot younger. Can we get Dude, you to straighten those burners live on the air? What? I was 25. I was 25 when I joined Blue Shirt Underground in the first place, 13 years ago. So wow. I have to say, you look like you're in like a Batman villain's lair. Everything is crooked. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Can you straighten those banners? What are those banners back there? What are those banners? Go straighten those, will you? Come on. The, the kitchen arrangers I see from you got here. A, you got a picture like crooked over there. I mean, it's... It's really... Like, you have a problem. What are, I usually don't do the video stuff. I mean, uh, come on. So. You've got company here. I mean, the entire world is looking in your living room right now, and this is what we're seeing. Well, maybe, maybe there was an earthquake. Right before he came on. <laughs> Kitchener being on a fault. Yes. No, <laughs> the biggest don't... fault in Kitchener is Jeff. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, I, we that's missed, true. We missed you at the viewing party. I got to shake Josh Gimble's hand. He's a fine fellow. I asked him yep. about you, and he said the closest he's gotten to you is the <laughs> guys have talked through a fence. Is that true? That is actually true. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, are you going to come next time? Next time, maybe next year? Uh-oh, what are you drinking? Rhubarb beer again? Apple. Got your, got your turn upside down. Apple? Oh, God. What? Everyone knows I hate I like apple. Flavored, I like flavored beer so that I can drink more of it without being buzzed. Uh, hmm. Yeah. You know, I didn't like apples. I don't like apples with the skin on. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Okay. Crumb cake. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Okay. Regardless. All right. Anyway, so you uh, speaking of Bissonette, <laughs> he's actually making a VIP appearance at a Kitchen Rangers game next month. Are you going? Uh, I have to just, I have to think if I want to or not. Oh. You have to go to that game and get him on this show. That's your assignment. He's not gonna go. I don't want to. I don't want to see you in our group again until you make it happen. I don't watch Paul Bissonette anyway. I just want to talk to him about the Islanders. He can come on here and rank on the Islanders. Yeah, I guess. You might call them Fagoozies. You call right. I don't know. I'm not an apple person. Why uh, would you? Why you would like you apple pie? Like kind of. Oh, it's right. it's okay. Right. It's okay. I, you know, it took me a long time to come around to pies. I was a cake guy for years, and now I'm a pie guy. I guess <laughs> I don't know what I am. You got anything more, Gunga Dim? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that was the Hockey Night in Canada call, like Costa said. You know, it's big. He's like the number two guy up What's north. his name? What's his real name? Harjinder, Harjinder Singh. What did you just say to me? Harjinder, Harjinder Singh. Harjinder Singh? Yes, that's his name. All right. Well, God bless. God bless. 
Yeah. All right. So your leaf's going anywhere this year or what? What's the story? Um, hopefully to the conference finals this time. All right. Play it again. Play it again. Everyone. Let me try. Let me try. Not bad. Not good, but not bad. Hey, effort. All right, Cutsy. Take care, my friend. Happy holidays if I don't see you. Y'all see me. All right. Not if I see you first. All right. Uh, what do we got? We're almost at nine o'clock. What time? Oh, no. Oh, no. 835 on your AM dial. All right. Well, well let's leave them. Uh, I mean, we leave things more. Uh, let's see. We, we have that one clip I wanted to play with. The, oh, yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Apparently, uh, they got, they're running that broadcast over with the Devils just as well as they do with the Islanders and maybe even uh, the Rangers. But I, I I caught this clip uh, on the interwebs, and I sent it to Jim. So let's take a look at it, and uh, we'll close out the show with some entertainment. When you all gathered there, center ice taking that photo. I'm thinking Luke might be having some trouble hearing me. We'll give him a second, but definitely a special moment there as we are taking it all in. And I'm going to when you all gather there, center ice taking that photo. I'm thinking Luke might be having some trouble hearing me. I'll give him a second, but definitely a special moment there as we are taking it all in. And I'm going to let Luke go. As, hey, what are we oh. doing? <laughs> all right, Luke Hughes, going? we're having some technical difficulties, but certainly. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? It's great. Ah. Uh, so. <laughs> And true Sam would be going absolutely nuts with three U's. Ah, uh, and they all got talent. I gotta give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of crazy news. I just want to go through some of the stuff. Uh, but Craig Berube got fired from St. Louis. He did. Yeah, I mean, and uh, the uh, Washington Capitals might or it looks like they're going to move to Virginia. Did you hear this? Yeah, I heard that too. I heard to where there's worse traffic, and it's going to be a total mess. And this the city doesn't even want them. 
Uh, well, apparently, I, I guess I guess that building. I don't know how old it is, but I guess it's getting kind of old. The the attendance is down because nobody wants to go to DC. The the area around the arena is high crime. Unlike MSG. <laughs> you know, it's not like Madison Square Garden. Oh yes. And uh, I guess the Wizards are gonna. You know, the Wizards are going with them, and they're gonna move to Alexandria. Well, Alexandria is a very nice area. I've been there. Yeah. But from what I heard, the traffic is going to be a nightmare. But what are they playing at the Cap Center now? What, what, what the Capital One Arena. Is I remember Used seeing the Verizon Center. Oh, I was I went to a Capital game way back when when Yager was with the Capitals. Would that have been one of the arenas that you mentioned or? Um, probably the well, same. They were either at the, they were either at the Cap Center or the Verizon Center at that point. I don't think it was the Cap Center anymore. The Cap Center was the biggest dump I've ever been in. I was there. Really? Yeah, it's the biggest shithole I've ever been in. Wow, it was the worst arena. I mean, it, Nassau. It was worse than Nassau Coliseum. It was a dump, an absolute <laughs> dump. <laughs> the MCI Center. That's right, Matt. That's what it was. And now I remember. Yeah. It was the I, MCI Center before it was the Verizon Center, right? I know. Matt knows it. I don't know. These places have so many names now. I remember that I saw Yagas last year there, and then we got him. For, uh, who was that guy we got? It was some cash deal where we – it was like a lopsided trade. Who's that? Anson Carter. Anson Carter. Yeah. Might as well have given them Anson Williams. Oh, there's an old reference. So that's uh that's all I got. All what right. What you got next? Ducks Friday, Bruins Saturday, and then up to Toronto on Tuesday. For vengeance. Yes. Oh, ducks, they should be able to handle the ducks. Uh Back to, they have back-to-back -back games this weekend, next weekend, and the weekend after. Who makes these schedules? Well, they're going to do their what is becoming a yearly tradition of the uh, Florida New Year's trip. They've been doing that, it seems like, for a couple of years now. Where they play Tampa and uh, or Florida and Tampa on back-to-back -back nights right before New Year's. Can I go on a, a real late rant right here? Go ahead. I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass about the Toronto Maple Leafs' father's trip. They showed those idiots. It's our broadcast. Why are they showing them? I don't want to see them. I don't want to know what's happening. And they're making all kinds. After Chester can give a bad go, one guy went like this, like give him the hook. Why are they showing that? It's a terrible broadcast. It's, it's just terrible. Every element of it is terrible. I mean, I'm losing. I'm I'm upset. I don't want to see the fathers of the players celebrating. What well, ridiculous. What kind of broadcast is this? I know we gotta be saber friendly, we gotta be islander friendly, we gotta be devil friendly. Now we gotta be maple leaf friendly. Get the fuck out of here. That game, you know what? Bill Webb, who used to 
produce and direct the, the Mets way back. He would never allow this. That's right. I don't know what plea they got running that. This is Rangers hockey. <laughs> this is Maple Leaf hockey. That's it. I'm I'm done with I'm done with all. Is that the space shuttle on your t-shirt, by the way? Yes, it's uh from NASA when I was oh, down. Very nice. I enjoy that. Michael Sauer died. <laughs> hey, R.I.P. Michael Sauer. I don't think he's dead. But I, that, that's all I have to say in party. Stop showing the other team's father strips. I can care less. All right. Should we, uh, should we come back uh, Wednesday night again next week? Sounds good. The 20th? All right. We'll see you guys Wednesday night. Cue the music. everybody for being here another great show chat room you guys were on oh man more so than usual that guy striker had me cracking up that's that's uh that's the great alec heidel oh man he was disturbed ah okay see you sunday avery see you all Yes, see you Sunday. I will be sending out a follow-up message to those of you. I still have, we, we still have four or five tickets. So you want to know the game? Let me know. Tickets are free. It's going to be a great day. Eddie, yeah, I'll see you Sunday. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right, take care. All right. Thanks for your support. We love you guys. Click the bell, subscribe to the show. See us on Facebook, the whole thing. We love you. Good night, everybody. Good night.